This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, let's talk about the uh, the rookie quarterback, Bryce Young, and let's bring in our friend Mike Glennon, Pack Therapy Podcast, 10-year NFL veteran, Mr. Glennon. Um, all right, so you've been there. You know the difference between what college and pro looks like. I think Bryce, I thought in week one, I thought Bryce didn't look like it was overwhelming. I'm not sure that he looked like it was overwhelming, but I thought he played like it. What is your read on game number two for Young? Yeah, he he looks like he's got a little bit ways to go. You kind of think coming from Alabama playing in the SEC that it wouldn't be as big of an adjustment. But you realize when you get to the NFL, there's very little weak links on the other side of the field. And everyone's good. And you got to get the ball out of your hands quickly. And if you're going to kind of scramble in the pocket and get it outside the pocket, there's someone coming. <laughs> you can't just hold on to that ball like he did with, when that strip sack is, happened. You know, we're on TV. We see it happening. But – you don't have eyes in the back of your head, but you got to know, man, clock is up. I got to get rid of this ball now. And I saw a guy that is a good quarterback, and it's just going to take a little time with the pieces around him as well. Mike Lennon is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. You can listen to him on the Pack Therapy Podcast with our friend Tim Donnelly. Uh, and we'll talk about the Wolfpack in a couple of minutes. Uh, but j- just I want to – your transition to the NFL – from college obviously the windows to complete a pass through like steve logan told me was it last week that uh in college you're throwing a ball a football through a tire and in the nfl you're throwing uh, a bb through uh a keyhole or a pinhole whatever it uh the analogy he used but the speed of the game is different right about how long do you have when you take the snap to when you have to get rid of the ball for the most part, in the NFL. That's a good question. I mean, it's got to be under two seconds. It's, it's right around that, that mark, you know, one and a half to two and a half is pushing it. And there's a lot that's going through your head pre-snap. There's a lot that happens very quick post-snap. And I will say Dennis Allen runs kind of a, a scheme that can be a little bit confusing. He likes to do a lot of disguising, a lot of moving parts. It's not just lineup and man coverage and right. play. So to – Bryce's defense a little. That that defense can be a lot to see, and Dennis Allen's kind of always been that way with the Saints and dating back to when he was uh, the head coach of the, of the Raiders as well. So, um, man, there's a lot that happens, and, uh, you know, I think it just shows how tough that position is in the NFL because you, you have a guy that won a Heisman Trophy, number one pick for a reason, and it's just hard at, at, when you get to that NFL level. That, those windows that you talked about, Steve Logan mentioned, I mean, they – you feel like when you're in college, you're, the windows are small, and then you get to the NFL and you realize, man, I wish I would have those same windows that I had in college because those DBs <laughs> close so fast. The linebackers are great in coverage. I feel like that's one of the biggest differences. Mm-hmm. In college, it feels like a lot of the linebackers are more run stoppers. Those guys in the NFL, they're running sub four fives as well. And uh, so those those windows in those zone coverage – there's not a whole lot of room for error. You got to get the ball out on time. I mean, some of the defensive ends are running four, five, and four, six, forties. Uh, they track you down as well from behind. 
Uh, Mike Lennon is with us here on the Adam Gold Show. Yeah, you, you you brought up a good point. Linebackers are good in coverage, and in the college game, most teams don't have most teams don't have any cornerbacks who are good at man coverage. The best teams might have one or even two if you are uh, at the very top of the defensive food chain. Uh, but man, even the bad cornerbacks, as we call them in the NFL, they're all good. Everybody who gets paid. Uh, is really, really good at what they do. As, as an offensive line, how would you grade, when you're looking at them, how how do you assess what they have put in front of Bryce Young? Where 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 are they falling short? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. They definitely need to give them more time, and I think that it starts in the run game as well. I mean... For a young quarterback, his best friend's cliche is a good run game because that opens up so much more in the pass game. It opens the play-action game, the RPOs. It gets an extra man in the box. Um, so, to me, it starts with the run game. And then in the pass game, they need to be better. Um, and I will say it's hard to tell sometimes on TV what was happening down the field. Was it cover sacks or was Bryce holding onto the ball too long? You know, it, it's tough to say without actually watching the film. Um, but I, I think Bryce needs to get the ball out of his hands quicker, and I think the offensive line needs to give him a little bit more time as well. And it, it's the ultimate team sport. I mean, the, the guys on the outside got to get open too. Right. So, to me, it looks like an offense that has a ways to go. Bryce is obviously going to be the focal point of this, but it's a it's all 11 guys on the field need to, you know, do their job, as Bill Belichick would say, and, and help him out. <laughs> I, Mike Lennon is with us. I am as basic as it gets when it comes to analyzing football because I watch the ball. Uh, you know, there are people who are smarter than I that watch the offensive line play. But when they pan out, you know, on your third replay, when they show you the whole field and you realize, man, nobody's open. Uh, so that's a big problem. I mean, Adam Thielen got open a little bit, a lot early, and then they went back to him late. We didn't really see any, anything from Hayden Hurst throughout most of the game. And there was a one play where Bryce was rushed, rushing out and rolling to his right. And Jonathan Mingo, the second-round pick out of Ole Miss, was running away from him into coverage rather than rolling back with him. Um, is that just basic understanding? Uh, or is, I mean, ha, from your perspective, you're a quarterback. Uh, what, what gives there? Yeah, it's tough to say. You know, you don't know whose fault it is. Right. If some guy's running, you know, the opposite way, usually think something's going wrong. Um, you know, whether that's the, you got to work the scramble drill in practice. I mean, Mingo, you're talking about a, a rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one thing to do it in the walkthroughs and the practice is another thing to do it on Monday Night Football. So he's a young guy as well. Um, but just collectively as a whole, this offense is going to take a little time and, and and they don't have exactly the playmakers on the outside that are going to be those big explosive threats. 
Um, so this coaching staff, you know, Frank Wright, great offensive mind. Josh McCown, former teammate of mine, one of the sharpest guys I had been around. Yeah. They're going to have to come up with a plan of how do we make this easier on Bryce? Um, and, and whether that's to me, sometimes that's going no huddle. Let's go up tempo. Let's not even give the defense time to really line up and do all these disguises. It almost takes the thinking out of it for Bryce. Um, so I think that's one way they can maybe try to get him going is kind of going that no huddle, up speed tempo that can kind of soften up the defense. And also for his sake, he's not standing at the line of scrimmage all day trying to figure out what they're doing. All right, Mike Lennon, let me uh, let me switch gears to NC State. They played VMI. Everything looked good against VMI because, frankly, it should. Uh, so what do you take out of a game like that? I basically dismissed it. I think the one thing you can take out of it is that sometimes players just need a little confidence, need to see things succeed. I don't think as a team you can get much out of it, but you played. What can you get out of a game like that? You get confidence, like you said, and and you still take away. I mean, it was a pretty smooth operation on, on both sides of the football. So, yeah, the talent's not the same, but Brennan Armstrong made some big-time throws. Uh, we saw some receivers step up. Julian Gray had a big game mm-hmm. both at the receiver position, at the returner. So I think it's, you know, who steps up in, in those moments where we are physically better than them, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's not always that you can just take that for granted. So I, I think all in all, the coaches have been pleased. I think that game does give you that confidence. It kind of gets some of that weight off your shoulders, allows you to take a deep breath, and then gets you ready as you kind of really start this ACC play with Virginia on Friday. Friday night against the University of Virginia. Are you an anti-Friday night football guy? Wolfpack had back-to-back Friday night games. I'm not. I think it's, you know, uh, whether I'm watching Dateline or, or some movie from the early 2000s on Friday night, there's not usually a whole lot to watch. So I love it. Uh, go to watch the Wolfpack and then next weekend, Friday night, get to go tailgate on Friday afternoon. I mean, the weather should be great. I, I can't think of a much better Friday afternoon than that. So I'm all for it. Are you watching to uh, to catch a predator on Dateline on Friday night? Is that, what, are, what are you doing? I mean, it's got to be my 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 kid starts is starting to watch like uh like a Christmas cookie marathon. I don't. He's watching Food Network. Oh yeah, my, my wife watches that same. We watch cook Christmas cookie making in like July. I'm like, what what are we watching here? I mean, so yes, I would much rather have the state <laughs> game on than some British cooking show on Netflix. Uh, you know what? A British cooking show, I'm sure, would be uh, fantastic. Mike Glennon, um, real quick. How much of Drake May and Austin, uh, rather, uh, Riley Leonard, have you got a chance to see so far? I've watched some of Drake May. I watched Riley Leonard in the season over. All right. Well, your thoughts on those two guys? Drake May, I still think, is a stud. Um, obviously, the numbers quite aren't quite as good this year. He also lost Josh Downs um, mm-hmm. and doesn't have quite the playmakers on the outside. So would like to see him limit the uh, the turnovers. Riley Leonard, obviously an unbelievable athlete. I think he's a phenomenal runner. Um, I still would like to see him make he, – he throws the ball very well. I'd like to see some more big-time throws out of him, though. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had that. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure he has a touchdown pass. Um, so, I think he has, like, one, yeah. So and, I, and at the end of the day, he's executing this offense really well. They're scoring points. They're winning – 
And a lot of that's because of his legs. Um, but when you start, you know, getting thrown in that top 15 talk, you know, I remember what we saw last year in Drake May when he was being talked about in the same way, even more so. But he was making big time throw after big time throw. And, and to this point, I just haven't seen that from Riley. We, we have not. We have seen the other stuff from Riley Leonard, uh, you know, almost looking more like Daniel Jones. Right, uh, featured he's, in the run game. It's an easy comp because of Duke, um, because of the style of play. But you saw Daniel what he did on uh, Sunday versus Arizona, and he's got that kind of underassuming speed, and he's a he's a, a threat <laughs> with his legs. And I feel like Riley Leonard is very similar. Did um, Did you just go deceptive speed for Daniel Jones? <laughs> you... Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> He can move. <laughs> he, no, he absolutely can. It doesn't seem like people, people, the defenders realize it until he sneaks right past them. Yeah, we think we know why. Uh, Mike Lennon, I appreciate your time. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Pack Therapy Podcast. I know you'll be in here recording it uh, probably tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, very soon. I appreciate it, and we will catch up very soon. Thank you, Adam. Always enjoy. You got it. Mike Lennon here on The Adam Gold Show. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info slash SPS. Your journey begins here.